Support for another round comes from Squarespace. Start building your own website today at squarespace.com. Enter offer code another round at checkout and get 10% off. What? Squarespace. Build it beautiful. Hi, everyone. I'm Heaven. I'm Tracy. And welcome to another round with Heaven and Tracy. (laughs) Nice. Thanks. I need another noise, an introductory noise. I guess I could just go back to the air horn. I'm always a fan of the air horn. All right. We're going to bring the air horn back, guys. All right. So what are we doing today, Tracy? Well, as I sip my drink, we are going to do a shot. Shot, 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 shot. I'm not doing a shot. We're doing our shot segment. Oh, man. (laughs) This is a little segment we call On the House, where we answer reader questions. If you have questions, email us at anotherround@buzzfeed.com. We, like, pulled some from the grab bag. We physically printed the emails. Yes. <laughs> I'm Eleanor, not even joking. Bless our heart. Printed yes. every single question that you all have sent us so that we don't lose them ever again. And then we just pulled some from the pile. Yes. So let's uh, let's rifle through some here. All right. What this we one got? is uh, pretty short and sweet. I'm a white woman who finds herself attracted to black men. I'm worried that this fetishizes black people. That said, I'm generally attracted to any man who's outgoing and flirty, and it just so happens that the black men I've dated were outgoing and flirty, and because of that, I'm now attracted to black men. What is your opinion of this? What is your opinion on white women and black men as a whole? (sighs) Have you any thoughts? Uh, I just, I always find the language about how people talk about their racial preference is weird. How so? So it's like, you're saying I'm attracted to black men. So all black men aren't alike. Yes. So you presume they are. Mm. And then mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, oh, they're individuals. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense to me that you can be like, I'm attracted to black men and not have an implicit idea of what you think all black men are like. Mm-hmm. So that's my answer to the question. <laughs> Just yeah. do some soul searching about that. <laughs> um, I don't know if I can articulate why I get really weary of this conversation. Oh, yeah. I'm so through with it. Yeah. I mean, like, you black men are dope. They're gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why, why wouldn't, wouldn't everyone be attracted, be attracted to them? them? Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's fine. Now, as far as, like, determining when an interest becomes a fetish, I think that white men are attractive. I would never wonder if I had a fetish for them. Like, I just think that white men are attractive. I think men are attractive, period. Okay. Like, what is it that is making you worry that it's a fetish? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, maybe why? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, if that's a thing that you're like, wondering about. It's different from saying, like, my past dating history has been this way because mm-hmm. of who I've been around or who my friend circle is. Right. And saying, like, I'm attracted to black men, which mm-hmm. is a totalizing sentence. Yes. So how did you get there? Yeah, where, and where how did, did you get to this point of feeling uncomfortable? Like, what happened? Right. What did you do? Right. <laughs> and have you ever been on the receiving end of fetishization? Who me? Yeah. Specifically, I mean, whenever a white man like approaches me, that's the first thing I wonder is like, do you like me as a person, or do you like me because I'm black? You know, like, do you like a, a new experience? <laughs> yeah, yeah, or just like an old experience that you just like are really, really, really mm. into. So one of my other few first dates that I've been on since being in New York was with a white guy. So the first date I've been, first and only date I've been on with a white dude. I mean, it was fine. He's a nice guy. <laughs> what <laughs> a 
endorsement. I mean, he was, yeah, I mean, he wasn't like a bad guy. I just don't think there were any like sparks or anything, obviously, because it was not a second date. But um, I remembered he asked me first if I had ever dated a white guy before. I'm like, nope, you're my first one. Mm. And then I'm like, well, have you ever dated a black woman before? He was like, yeah, almost exclusively since I've moved to New York. Ooh. And I was like, hold on, red, red, red flag. flag. <laughs> Tell me about this. Why? How? Why? Why and how? You can't see me at home, but I'm waving an imaginary red flag. Imaginary red flags. Um, <laughs> And I felt like his aunt, well, he said um, that he grew up in like, I think Illinois or like some very small, very, very, very white suburban town, right? And he was like, there just weren't a lot of black women around. And he was like, I got to New York and there were plenty there. And I was like, oh, hey, they're oh. really beautiful. Okay. I was kind of like, well, I, I guess that makes sense. Like if you just didn't have access to... <laughs> To black women, I was, I was stretching. I was stretching. Oh, you're reaching for him. I think. I'm reaching because I mean, you know, he's, but I mean, like, I feel like that answer, it didn't preclude him having a fetish, but it also wasn't as disgusting as being like, oh, well, you know, black women just, you know, I like their flavor, I like whatever <laughs> yes. they say to like ruin it. Let me you taste know? that chocolate. Then, <laughs> like, don't blah. be this way. Why are you this human? <laughs> don't talk to me. Uh, no, but um, also, uh. We should interview some black men about this because they get this a lot, especially from white girls. Mm. There are a whole genres of rap about this, <laughs> about this relationship. True. So, yeah, my advice is do some soul searching. Yeah. I mean, you know, remember that black men are humans. They're, they're men. Individuals. That's cool. That's chill. <laughs> and as far as like what we think about black men and white women, do what you do. Love who you love. I don't, I don't, I don't think about it. I don't think it's fine. Yeah. Oh, man. I like, hate talking about this with white people. And I, I wonder why the conversation is still happening, you know? Like, there are so many, like, think pieces. <laughs> there are decades of think pieces. Yeah. I mean, I think there's just a lot of racial anxiety about intermixing people still. Yeah. But also, like, power dynamics involved. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, in conclusion, it's it's fine. If you think you may have a fetish, then... Like Kevin said, do some soul searching. But I mean, you know, everybody. Should she be does think she to. has a fetish. She's already said that. You yeah, true. do. Okay. If you think it. <laughs> okay. So yes, that's true. what I'm saying. I feel like I didn't make that explicit. <laughs> <laughs> so do some soul searching. Think about your your motivations behind it. And uh, shout out to black men. Y'all cute. I don't know. We'll be back with another question in just a moment. Support for another round comes from Squarespace. With Squarespace, sites look professionally designed regardless of your skill level, and there's absolutely no coding required. It's a totally stress-free experience, unlike your daily commute. Which brings us to this week's episode of Transportation Meditation for all of you who listen in the car, on the subway, or aboard the bus. Traffic is your friend. Traffic allows you to forgive the crazy bad drivers who are given licenses. Seriously, what are you doing? Traffic allows you to think about what you want to say to Carol in accounting, because you have some words for her. Traffic allows you to have some time to think about your fears and release them into the wild. Polluted sky. Traffic allows you to breathe in exhaust and pollution and breathe out with a slight rasp. Traffic gives you time to question all your life choices. 
question your job, your significant other, your interpretation of the character tree number two in your fifth grade musical, and your salary. Traffic allows you to know yourself because in the end, you are traffic. Start your free trial today at squarespace.com. The site is intuitive and the tools are super easy to use. And if you sign up for a year, you get a completely free domain. When you sign up, make sure to use the offer code another round to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, build it beautiful. I really like this question because I feel like as somebody who graduated from a PWI, that's a primarily white institution, <laughs> a.k.a. Every college. Whitey <laughs> University. Besides like eight. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I know what it's like to be in this position. Okay, so she writes, I'm one of those woke advocates who both puts working on the streets and works to inform people via social media. I'm also a human being who has a personal life, has a sense of humor, and is known to be childish when I need to, all part of my self-care routine. Okay, well, she works um, in social justice, right? Mm -hmm. And so she's saying that on her Facebook page, like whenever she posts something about race or just Mm -hmm. like about activism and like equality, and um, very proactive things like that. White people kind of like ruin it for her. Like they, <laughs> like they ruin everything. Like they ruin everything. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Facebook. Yeah. That's all of Facebook. That's what Facebook is. Yes. And so she said, um, people who are commenting on these things are um, typically white men, always a different one. <laughs> and they usually, <laughs> just keep popping up yes. like whack-a-mole. And they Sorry. usually, <laughs> <laughs> I feel her. I feel her. And usually ask me to quote justify or quote explain or emphasizes quote their utmost respect for me but duty to call me out i feel like these are things they've actually said because these are all in quotes Mm. oh Um, absolutely i can imagine that so that coupled with her being a student at a white college has Mm. her wanting to take a vacation from white people um she says, unfortunately, I realize I can't delete all of them as Facebook friends <laughs> because I really do want them to see what I post so they can sit in the discomfort of their racism very often. And I also realize I can't avoid them because white people are really everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and I attend the PWI, so there's really no escaping. But I need a white free vacation. Oh. <laughs> I have no cash to spend on an extravagant on an extravagant trip to the motherland, but would love to hear your discussion slash ideas on how a black woman can spend a couple of much needed self-care engaging a couple of days of much needed self-care engaging in a fully white people free oasis oh man how do you orchestrate (laughs) a vacation from white people when you live in white world and you don't have money to get out of it first of all get off facebook (laughs) (laughs) for your sanity's sake must like it's not your job to educate people right like you have a life to live yeah and i understand like the want and the will and like sometimes it's just so hard to walk away from like those yeah. really frustrating conversations where it's just like if i just spend a little time with you then you'll yeah. realize that especially you're if it's people you know in life like yeah. if you'll see them around at school mm-hmm. um but you got to you got to get off facebook yeah. your vacation <laughs> must include yes. no facebook what i would do <laughs> what me and my friends did when we were um at our super super white school like literally the only exposure that we had to like blackness and black people was via the internet mm. via black planet <laughs> and we would be like where people were like out partying on like saturdays or whatever we were seriously in the computer lab at one two in the morning oh, on black planet because oh we just god. needed to talk to some black people oh who my got god us, you know? this is so precious i know so i'm not going to suggest that you go to black planet because it's 2015 i wouldn't do you that way <laughs> but um tumblr replace yes. facebook with tumblr black tumblr is yeah. exactly where it's you popping. need to go 
black people on Tumblr are super, super active. And they're, a lot of them seem very, very like proactive as far as like just putting out images of like black positivity, like beautiful pictures of babies and like black women with like big hair and like colorful like lipstick and just like just beautiful pictures and videos and images of blackness. Yeah, like just post a selfie, post a picture of your squad. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And you need to immerse yourself in Yeah, that's the social media network you should be on. Get away from Facebook. Yes, (laughs) yes. Please get away from Facebook. Also, um, media. I feel like, you know, you can't really control like the white people who live in your neighborhood. Right. But you can control like the kind of media that you take in. So a different world. Oh my God, yo, Watch A Different Netflix. World is on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Gather every single black human at your college <laughs> and watch it together. Get it's so snacks. good. Yes, and just and have like, like a watch party. It's such a good like college show. Yeah, it they is. Really do it really is a well. good college show. Yeah. Um, what are some other like really good black things to watch? Just like movies. Black Dynamite is a great movie. <laughs> I love Black Dynamite. Martin, you can't go wrong with old episodes of Martin. If you need a list of black films to watch, um, our coworker Kelly. Hey, girl. Kelly Carter wrote a list for BuzzFeed called 70 Classic Black Films Everyone Should See At Least Once. So you can just like lock I've yourself. I've zero of them. I need to do better. <laughs> so come and pick up heaven. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and lock yourselves in, in your living room or whatever and just like watch black stuff. Watch black movies. Music. Listen to the Waiting to Exhale soundtrack on repeat. <laughs> Don't get no blacker. Oh, man. In the email, I get a sense that you feel obligated to be like this voice mm-hmm. for people. I would extend your vacation on Facebook a longer time, you know, yeah. like have your little squad retreat. But like you're you don't have to do that. Yeah. Anything that like zaps if it's that much actually of your causing stress in your life. No, yeah, just say no. This is out. a voluntary social media thing. Mm-hmm. And also like one of the biggest parts of my self-care routine and like the most important thing that I've learned, especially being on Twitter, like all the time where there's just like a flowing, unending stream of conversation is being like, I don't have to explain this to you. You know, it's not my job. It's not my duty to like teach white people what they don't know. Because yeah. And you don't even exhausting. have to say anything. I'm just saying ignore them. Yeah, well, it also sounds like she tries to ignore them, too. But, like, mm. just having, like, yeah, you need to get off of Facebook mm. just, like, for a long time. Also, if you don't feel like you can unfollow the people because you see them in life. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you can mute them. You can yeah, hide them from your feed, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So we I'm need to... all about curating that shit so I don't hear any dumb opinions anymore. Yes. and I'm that's... trying to live a better life. <laughs> I don't need you in it. It's This reminds me of... Um, Katie Natopoulos, who also works at BuzzFeed, and started a has our sister podcast. Yes, Internet Explorer. Internet Explorer. She launched a campaign called "Unfollow a Man," <laughs> <laughs> which was great because it made men everywhere oh, so man, pissed so off. Great. Which was so great. Just but, unfollow a man on Twitter. You don't yeah, need that. You don't need right. their dumb opinions. And like looking at like the email threads that were um, spawned because of it, a lot of people were like, "I unfollowed every man, and my <laughs> timeline is so much better." I got rich with power. <laughs> right? But I mean, that's so real though about like curating your social media world so that it fits you. Like, I don't see a lot of like horrible stuff on my twitter stream yeah. because i painstakingly like choose i follow like two people yeah <laughs> i don't need to be reminded of that stuff i know yeah exactly <laughs> I don't exactly. need more oh also um museums like a black art museum Aww. or like a, an african-american history museum or just like it doesn't even have to be like black stuff just like non-white places like i know that i don't know where she's from i don't think she said but like chicana museums mm. or like native american museums mm. like you know you you have to do some work to seek it out. But Word. like I think that media will be your best bet because Yeah, I mean, that's like, what I was gonna say. Like because you're not gonna live in a world where you, 
where you're not surrounded by white people, right. you're going to have to like create that world for yes. yourself. Yes. And media is a great way to do um, that. But also like books. Mm-hmm. Like every oh, feeling yes, you've ever had, <laughs> James Baldwin has written about. Mm, <laughs> Tony mm. Morrison has written about it, you know? Yeah. Oh, another Those thing is things that. just like center me. Yeah. So basically, girl, we're rooting for you. <laughs> we are. We. I definitely understand the struggle. I definitely, definitely get it. We need like a word for black vacation. Blacation? Bla- <laughs> no. Blacation? <laughs> um, so yeah, I hope that helped some. Get out Facebook. Stay out Facebook. Take a month off from Facebook. Yeah, pr- prioritize your sanity. Prioritize like your sanity. <laughs> yes, that's perfect. Okay, so we get a lot of questions from white people. Yes, <laughs> as you as you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I'm just like I don't I don't want to answer this. Yeah. And sometimes our lovely producer Meg Kramer will answer. And she writes a beautiful email. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. Her email game is on point. Yes. The specific question that we get asked a lot is how can I be a better white person, basically? How can I be a better ally? Which I love that people are looking for an answer to that question. I love that white folks want to be better allies. But I got shit to do. Yeah. Like, we can't be, like, your personal diversity Magical Negro. You know what I mean? Like... (laughs) Our role in helping you be a better ally is having these conversations and allowing you guys Word. to sit in on them. The you podcast know? is a gift. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it, it's kind of taxing to brown folks sometimes to, you know, be asked or expected to be like someone's guide or Word. teacher or like personal race consultant, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so Y'all don't pay me enough for that. <laughs> so if you've ever written in with one of those questions and didn't get an answer back from us, that's why. It's, it's, we just don't have the the energy. So the last time we got one of these questions, our amazing producer, Meg Kramer, was like, I think I have a response for this. And then she wrote the most amazing, amazing email in response. It's very thoughtful. It's very kind and also very informative. And we were like, yo, everybody should know this stuff. Like, it needs to, like, live someplace in a space where, like, we can direct people to, please read this email. (laughs) You know, here's your answer to your question. So we are going to have Meg step into the studio and just talk to her cousins for a bit. (laughs) She's going to get y'all together, white folks. (laughs) Please, please sharpen your pencils, ready your notepads as Meg takes you to school. So the listener asks, I am a white woman. What can white people do better? How can I be a better ally? I'm not afraid to admit I'm ignorant in this. I want to be able to be useful and supportive, but I have no idea what I can do in a concrete way and in an emotional way. So that's pretty representative of the kinds of how can I be a better ally questions that we get. Mostly just earnestly want to do better. Yeah. And uh, so this is what I wrote in response. Meg Kramer here, one of the producers who works on another round. This is a great question and one that I think about all the time especially as a white woman producing a show for an intended audience that doesn't include me. I don't have a complete answer, but here are a few things I think about. I try to take on the work of understanding my own privilege without asking anyone else to explain it or help me feel better about having it. I learned a lot about that from an essay by the feminist scholar Peggy McIntosh called Unpacking the Invisible Knapsack. You should Google it right now. Sometimes I slip up. Like when I tell people that even though I'm from the suburbs, I'm not from the rich suburbs, as if it matters that I only have some of the white privilege, not all of it. Have you ever had a conversation with a feminist man come grinding to a halt because he starts to complain about how feminists use language that excludes men, even the feminist men? 
not all men. I have. Being a good ally often means not being included in the conversation because the conversation isn't about you. It's good to listen. If you feel uncomfortable and excluded because you're white, you should own those feelings. When there's a conversation happening in the news or on Twitter among activists or among writers that I think is important, I try to find a way to amplify it. Listen and amplify. Listen and amplify. These days, that means that I tell a lot of white people to listen to another round. Amplifying the opinions and ideas of other people is a way to participate without taking up space. In that vein, I talk to other white people about racism, especially the older people in my family who have an outdated idea of what it means to be progressive. Lastly, if you feel angry, sad, desperate, and helpless in the face of individual and institutional racism in America, you're not the only one. But that's no excuse for ignorance. You have the whole internet, the public library system. There are lots of ways to learn. Here are three articles you can Google to get you started. 12 Ways to Be a White Ally to Black People at the Root. Alternates, 11 Things White People Can Do to Be Real Anti-Racist Allies. And Ashley Ford's List, 13 Must Reads for the Black Feminist in Training on BuzzFeed. We'll include links to all these at BuzzFeed.com and on Twitter. Good luck. And thanks so much for listening to another round. That was beautiful. Oh, thanks. Thanks so much, Meg. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for producing the show. <laughs> <laughs> it is my pleasure. It's my pleasure. All right, we did it. We did it. We did it. We, we did, did it. it. Hooray. We hope everybody enjoyed these uh these two little snippets. <laughs> <laughs> hope it was helpful. Yeah, I do hope it was helpful. Um, and remember that if you have questions, to email us at anotherround at BuzzFeed.com. We'll give you some advice on the house. <laughs> Hence the name. <laughs> um, as always, shout out to the pod squad. Yay! <laughs> this podcast is produced by Eleanor Kagan Yay! with editorial oversight by Jenna Weiss Berman. Production support comes from Julia Ferlon and Meg Kramer. Yay! Also, shout out to Paul Rivest. Oh. Argo Studios. Oh, pointing at the sky. Pew, <laughs> yes. pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Always holding us down. Uh, shout out to Tracy. Oh, shout out to Heaven. I ask you for advice like every day, so I'm glad other people get that privilege. <laughs> <laughs> You're also not allowed to sue me if, if your advice doesn't work out. True. <laughs> Thank you to our in-house musicians. That is Jean Gray. You can follow her on Twitter at Jean Greasy. And to Don Will of the Almighty Tanya Morgan, you can follow him at Don Will. That's D O N W I L L. You can follow Heaven at Heaven, like the place that she was named after but doesn't believe in. And rants like the only word that people use to describe Kanye. It just sounds so much better coming from you. What? what? It took forever for me to say. I don't no, know. It just sounds so smooth. I feel like it's like a journey when I say it. it I think it's just like a lot of sentence. You know what? I really need a better tagline, guys. Shout out to Tracy, <laughs> aka Brokey McProperty, aka Ooh. we gotta change that name and her situation. Oh <laughs> man. I cannot wait until I can change my Twitter name to Richie Von Moneyheimer. <laughs> It's going to be the best day of my life. And it's just going to be like the Monopoly dude as your avatar. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> With my face like photoshopped. photoshopped yes. on it. <laughs> if you like us, rate us on iTunes. Leave a little review. Uh, if you don't, don't don't say anything. <laughs> but also like tell a friend, guys. Tell a friend. Yay. Call your mom. Drink some water. Take your meds. Do some stretching. Ignore white people on your Facebook feed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unfollow a man. 
Oh yeah, unfollow man. Mm-hmm. My favorite part was like people were like, I unfollowed one, and then I just remembered all the ones I didn't like. <laughs> it kept going. It's like, yeah, you don't have to put up with this. <laughs> Thank you, Katie, for making that happen. Katie, Katie <laughs> unfollow a man, Katie. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and follow some better people in your life and get some Tony Morrison in your life. Bye, guys. Bye. See you next week. I'm worried that this is a form of fetish. I worry that this is a form of fetish. Why can't I say this word? Fetish. Fetishization. Fetishization. Fetish. You got this. Can I say this word? Fetishization. Fetishization. The more I say it, the weirder it sounds. Fetishization. Fetishization. Fetish. Fetish. Stop saying it. Read. <laughs> but I can't say it. Fetishization. I'm All not right. drunk, I Just swear. No, I can do it. <laughs> Fetishization. Bam. Okay. I'm worried that this is a form of. <laughs> I'm worried that this is a form of fetishization. <laughs> I have no idea why I cannot do this. I am worried that this is a form of fetishization. <laughs> why can't I say that word though? It's okay. Sometimes words get the best of us. <laughs> fetishization. <laughs>